What's up, guys? Max here, back with a brand new episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. And just to clear something up right off the bat, I am supposed to have a guest today to come on and talk about the Jonathan Pentland stuff. But as of right now, it was supposed to be us on here live right now. But the uh, the guest has not logged into our Zoom meeting yet, so anything could happen with that. We might have be having another Katie Hernandez incident where maybe he's going out for a jog or something, and when he gets back, we'll have him on the show. And we are going to talk about that because, well, first off. Let me get started with this. What's up, everybody in the chat? What's up, Chris, veteran influencers, Sean, Ed, Danger Zone, Nuggets, Connor? What's up, everybody else who's watching and hasn't uh, dropped a comment yet? Drop a comment, drop a like, let me know you're here. So, holy smokes. Let me go ahead and do this. A little bit about yesterday. Yesterday, I covered this story on the show of Jonathan Pentland. And, you know, that's the army drill sergeant who confronted the black man on the street and it turned into this whole race. Uh, is this a racist incident type thing? And I posted the story on YouTube and wow, wow, a lot of feedback from that. Sorry, if you see me looking around, I'm just looking to see if, if, if our guest shows up, I'm going to get him in here and uh, we're going to start the conversation. So to, oh, to answer Edward's question here, I was Navy. I was in the Navy. So... We posted this story yesterday, and I post that video, and I have never seen comments like the comments I was getting. People were saying that I'm a racist. People were saying that I love the KKK, all this horrible stuff, some really like out of the blue, left field craziness. And then people were saying that some really hateful racist stuff, like saying that this dude's name was Tyrone, and he was probably out there casing houses and all this stuff. And I, I'm, ne- I'm not... I'm 100% against that. If I can say I condemn that kind of thing, whatever the strongest language I can use to let you know that I'm not on board with that kind of stuff. And it seemed like just the idea that I wasn't willing to take a side one way or the other or tell you guys how I feel, that I, that I, as if I can act like I know what's going on. As if I should come up here and tell you that I know the facts of the situation and I'm prepared to state them and make a judgment call here. I wasn't ready to do that. And people had some strong feelings about it. So the whole idea of me having a guest today was one of the people who was out there leading or participating, somehow involved with the protests that are taking place at Jonathan Pentland's house is scheduled to join me today. And if he jumps on, we are going to have a conversation about what's going on out there and what the ground truth is about this story. So, you know, it's uh, if you guys watch my channel, Maybe you're here because of that video yesterday and it's your first time watching me. I try to take it, I try to look at it from every side and be as unbiased as possible and give people the benefit of the doubt. And I do this with all types of people all the time. And, uh, you know, if you don't like that, that's fine. You know, it's all good. You can leave me whatever comments you want. My feelings aren't hurt. Let's see. Let me try, let me try to catch up with some of the comments here. We got, uh, Nugget says, love the hype music. Hype, hype, hype. Let's go. Uh, yep, I answered that question. Navy. Nugget says, come on, I hate those who judge people by the cover. That's just wrong. What the hell was wrong with acting open-minded again? Hey, it's all good, man. You know what? My, Like I said, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm okay. Um, I just wish we could have the conversation and uh, people weren't so quick to be such keyboard warriors. You know what I mean? A lot of keyboard warriors out there, and that goes both sides. There's a lot of hate being spewed in every direction, and I don't like that very much at all. Now, I do want to, but since we're here, and we are talking about this story. Uh, sharp, sharp-witted, new sub, black man here, and ready for your update video. Hey, thanks very much. Like I said, hopefully we're getting the guest. Hopefully we're going to have the guest on because I would love to hear the other, the other uh, side of the story, or not the other side of the story, I should say, the ground truth of what they're saying happened out there, I guess. Like the other side of the story as far as from people on the ground, not from the video, an actual account from on the ground. But there's some new information out there. So yesterday, after I posted that video, I found the official police press conference. The police gave an official press conference about this incident where they said, in this instance, Sergeant Pentland, who I believe is a Sergeant First Class, uh, is the aggressor in the incident. That's what the police said. He is the aggressor, and he was charged with uh, assault, third degree assault, like a minor assault charge. And that the army is also investigating this incident. They called the incident disgusting and they said it should never happen in one of our communities. And then there were some questions about the age of the uh, black male in the video. And they said they confirmed he is not a juvenile. 
And that's the only confirmed information I had. A lot of people have been, you know, here's an, another interesting thing. A lot of people commented on my video and said, they know that he's 15. He's a baby boy. They know that he is 17. They know that he is 18. But obviously, nobody knew any of that information. It's just people talking trash on the internet. So always be careful what you read on the internet, okay? If I tell you something on this show like that, then I'm, I either will tell you I don't know, or I'm going to try to confirm it from a source and be able to cite the source. So we do have one crazy update here, though, now to, to get all the facts out there, because this is going crazy right now. This story is going crazy right now. Uh, I will say, I've seen videos. There is an entire... Uh, there is an entire protest going on at this guy's house. There are dozens of people protesting peacefully. The accounts are, it's a peaceful protest going on outside the house of this man for, you know, Black Lives Matter and they're putting Black Lives Matter posters on the lawn and this stuff is going on. I'm just saying as a fact of the matter that is happening. I don't know where this guy is. He has not made any statement. It is not clear if he has a lawyer or what his position on this actually is. I do want to cover though, I do feel like it's important to cover this uh, this other facet of this story. So let me jump over here really quick. Bear with me for just a second over here. All right, you guys still got me? Let me do... Um, you guys are looking at my Zoom call right now. So if my video got a little worse, you're looking at my Zoom call. But if I pop this up here, what I have here is... What you're seeing on your screen now is the Washington Post article. A Washington Post article came out that I believe needs to be covered, okay? And I'm just going to go through this, and you guys can tell me what you think. Let me check up on the comments really quick. Let's go with uh, uh, how Con Connor Clem says, how long was I in the military, are you asking? Or how long was Jonathan in the military? Uh, VGM says, I keep being asleep every time you stream, not today. Oh, thanks for being here, VGM. Justin says, I once heard the phrase, it's better to strive to be objective than to strive to be neutral. Yeah, I'm, I'm striving to be objective. That's my goal, is I'm striving to be objective. I'm not trying to be neutral. I'm, just, I'm always just trying to let you guys know that I'm aware of what I don't know. What's up, Game Hopes? Thanks for joining us. Tom Smith, the reaction to this video is more interesting than the actual incident. Thank you. Uh, the comments are crazy. VGM says, I know he's a f uh, fax machine. I got sources. People lying and wilding, man. Lying and wilding. Let's see. Call sign Joker says, I do feel like Pentland could have started it more peacefully. However, the conversation was filmed mid-argument. However, protesting outside his house is dumb. F the protesters. I don't agree with that. What program do you use for this? Uh, Chris says, I'm using Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the program. So let's cover. I did all of that while you guys stared at an article on my screen, so I want to apologize. Let's cover this article for the Washington Post. Army sergeant arrested after shoving black man says... He's in the wrong neighborhood in viral video. An army sergeant and instructor in South Carolina was charged Wednesday with third-degree assault after a video captured him shoving a black man and saying he was in the wrong neighborhood. The confrontation earlier this week near Columbia, South Carolina, sparked a public outcry, and the protesters crowded Wednesday on the sidewalk outside the home of the soldier, 42-year-old Jonathan Pentland, who was white. The video stoked longstanding concerns about harassment faced by black Americans and law enforcement and army officials condemn Pentland's behavior as disturbing and as bringing disrespect on Fort Jackson, the largest center where he was largest training center where he was stationed. So that's a quote from the police uh, press conference. So the, the Richland County Sheriff said, we're not going to let people be bullies in our community. And if you are, you're going to answer for it. And that's what we've done in this case. The Justice Department is also investigating, military officials said, and Pentland is suspended from his instructor duties while this case pens, calling the widely circulated video our most valuable piece of evidence. Lot thanked the person who filmed it and urged people to work with law enforcement uh, to make sure we prevent the incident that occurred on Monday from ever happening again. The Washington Post could not reach Pentland for comment, and it was not immediately clear whether he has a lawyer. He was arrested Wednesday morning and transferred to Fort Jackson authorities late in the evening. By the way, the link to this Washington Post article is in the description. In the video... Posted Monday night on Facebook, a young black man stands on a residential sidewalk near a man identified by officials as Pentland. The confrontation unfolded outside Pentland's home, officials say. There are some quotes from the video, which uh, the video, you guys can watch my video. You guys can go watch the video anywhere. I have it today for reference if we need it for something, but uh, I'm not going to cover everything about that video again. But there are... The sheriff's department said Pentland pushed the man again after the video ended, knocking a phone from the man's hand as he took pictures at home. I did talk about that yesterday. It is... It's sad to think that this dude's out walking and, you know, eventually Pentland smashes his phone and breaks it. Like, that's pretty effed up if you ask me. Now, 
Here's the part that I have to cover, though. Like, we have to talk about this. Two reports of alleged assault were also made against the young man after deputies responded Monday. According to the Sheriff's Department, and they are being investigated, the young man has an underlying medical condition that may explain the behavior exhibited in the alleged incidents, the agency said. So they don't say what that medical condition is, but on social media, people were saying he's suffering from some kind of mental health issues, but I have no information that proves that to be true. On April 8th, one incident report says, the, uh, so April 8th, so this is uh, prior to Monday. The incident report says the man allegedly put his arm around a woman's waist, put his hand down the right side of her shorts, and then put his arm back around her waist as her pants were partly down. On April 10th, another report alleges the man repeatedly picked up a baby without permission and tried to walk away. Pentland told officers who had responded to a physical dispute Monday that he pushed the man in fear for his safety and the safety of his wife, according to the incident report. Deputies were told that the man approached several neighbors in a threatening manner and that someone had asked Pentland to intervene, the agency said in a statement. Authorities sought to focus Wednesday on Pentland. There were some other things that occurred that really doesn't justify the actions of Pentland. Lot said Wednesday at a news conference. He added none of them were justified. The, none of them justified the assault that occurred. Probably, if, if all of that's accurate, what should have happened is people should have called the police and separated themselves from that situation, if possible. It was terrible. It was unnecessary. It was a bad video, he added. The young man was a victim. The individual that was arrested was the aggressor, and he's been dealt with accordingly. That's the official position of the police department out there. So it covers what his career is a little bit and what's spoken uh, by the Army, by his kind of uh, supervisors in the Army. So... Now we have some more context to the Pentland side of the story. And one thing that I got highly criticized yesterday for my video was that I was excuse making for him. So you know what? I don't even have to do that. I don't need to try to cover this situation in my best opinion. I can just provide you guys with that Washington Post article, which the police confirm are investigating these incidences and confirm that the kid may have some kind of underlying medical condition that caused him to allegedly potentially sexually assault women in the neighborhood. So you can do what you want with that information. Let me take a second here and catch up on some of these comments. Let's see. We got, um, where are we at? Let's see. Tom Smith says, it discredits the BLM movement when they turn things racist without any credible evidence. That's a shame because there are many real race issues that need addressing. Larry says, the only reason this is an issue is because the sergeant was white. If the sergeant was black or other party was White, this story would have no legs. Veteran influence with a $10 holler. Needs your help improving my podcast visuals and like sound quality at the point. Love your stream. It is truly amazing. And my stream in that same instant just totally turned off. I have no idea what happened. Uh, hang on one second. Let me see what, what happened here. Let me go back to this article for you guys. Uh, I have no idea what just happened. And let's get this. You guys can read this article for a second while I go check on my camera. All right, guys, glad we got that awkwardness. Uh, glad we got that awkwardness himself. Yeah, as soon as I, as soon as he said, I need your help with my podcast visuals. So I just checked my camera. Apparently the power cord was like barely not plugged in. And so it was running off battery power and it died, but it's back on now. So we're good to go. Um, let's see. Nugget says, oh, by the way, Chris, uh, I will help. I will happily help you. We can jump on and chat anytime. Go check out the channel Veteran Influencers. Um, he's got a great channel and he does a great job. Uh, having great veterans on the show and covering news stories and uh, and what p- cool veterans are doing with their uh, personal projects and careers. So he says, need help improving my podcast visuals and sound quality at some point. I love your stream setup. It's truly amazing. Thank you very much. I appreciate the $10 holler. It's going to go directly to me getting uh, raising money for my gaming setup so I can get on some of these games with you guys. Nugget says, what's up, Earl? Welcome to the chat. Nugget says, if I feel some man is going around doing sketch stuff, the people who deal with sketchy stuff should be called the police. The video shows only one side of the story. People shouldn't jump to conclusions. The whole story hasn't been straightened and found fully true yet. As soon as you said podcast visuals, I know, Joker, that was too funny. Danger Zone says, they tried to take you down, Max. <laughs> Goku is at it again. That's probably true. Um, the, the ominous they, yeah. I don't like using the word they because it's like, who's they? Who's they? People get flack all the time. Nobody tried to take Max down. No, I think he means because my uh, my camera shut uh, shut down. It was kind of just jokingly, I think. A shove is not an assault. That's not true, Larry. A shove is an assault. Mike Tyson assaulted Mitch Green in the alleyway. Aaron Donald supposedly closed in dude's eyes in assault. Um, A shove can, uh, you can kill somebody with a shove. Of course a shove is an assault. 
if you got shoved, what would you be like? No, nah, it's all good, man. You, you just shoved me. It's fine. I, I, you can shove me as many, you can shove me as many times in a row as you want. It's not really an assault. I can take it. That doesn't sound right to me. Um, my bad didn't get it for me. What over my head? No, it's all good. Nuggets. Um, he's talking about, yeah, he's talking about the screen going black. So this story, you know what I'll do? I think that at this point, here's the information. Let's recap what we know. Not what, not even what I think, just what we know. There was a video that went out that showed some stuff that I think made everybody watching it a little uncomfortable for one reason or another. Then the Jonathan Penland was arrested and charged with third degree assault for a shove and for a subsequent shove that knocked and broke the dude's phone. That's all true. The police say he was the aggressor. There you go. Done deal there. Now, they also allegedly, according to the Washington Post, are investigating this, the young man for what sounds like sexual assault or, you know, groping type situation. And this weird thing about picking a baby up and walking away. I'm just going to leave, I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. And if we get a, a guest, somebody familiar with the issue to come on the show and talk to me, then I'm happy to open that up and talk more about it and see what the ground truth is. So if anybody knows anybody out there or anybody wants to uh, let me know some information that I'm not aware of that they have and they can cite sources or at least tell me like how they know. I'd like to know what people know and how they know it because people spouted out so many random facts on my, com- on my videos, on the comments yesterday. Damn, there was some heinous racist stuff on there, like stuff I wouldn't even repeat. There was stuff that, by the way, I, let's just talk about YouTube comments for a second. Okay, let's talk about YouTube comments. Let me read yours really quick. We got ATP says, nah, you'd be ready to knuckle up if someone shoves. Yeah, I agree, ATP. A shove is an assault. You could kill somebody with a shove. They trip, they hit the ground. It doesn't matter if you hit the ground. It doesn't matter if he hurts, Larry, uh, if he was hurt. Man, your stream is really high quality for having 2K subs. You definitely deserve more. LMGK, thank you very much. Hey, we're, we're growing right now. Tom says, coughing on someone is an assault, whether they are hurt or not. Hey, veteran influencers with $5 dono. Thank you. Am I using a webcam or DSLR? I'm using a Blackmagic uh, pocket cinema camera. So I use Blackmagic pocket cinema cameras for the stream. Uh, so that is a, a cinema camera. So not really a DSLR, not a webcam, a cinema camera. So that's the, the video that you're seeing right now. Thomas Smith says, yeah, coughing on, coughing on someone, spitting on someone, those are all assaults. I would not let someone shove me at all. Yeah, you know, Larry, if you're saying he could have walked away at any time, he chose to continue to engage. Oh, Larry, thank you for dropping that comment. Thank you for dropping that comment because I said in a video yesterday that I posted, I said, he could have walked away. Maybe none of this would have ever happened. People are like, how can you tell this young man to walk away when he's getting racially assaulted on the street? Let me clear that up a little bit. When I say he could have walked away, I said also everyone could have walked away. Okay. I don't know about you guys. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat. My whole life, From childhood to well into my 30s, people have been telling me, be a bigger person and walk away. Every safety brief, well, not every safety brief, but any good Navy safety brief goes, hey, if somebody's trying to start something with you, just walk away. It's not worth it. Just walk away. My whole life, my question to you guys in the chat, have you ever been told, be the bigger person and walk away? Does that sound familiar at all? Has that ever has that ever come across your radar? Has anyone ever bestowed that advice upon you? That's what I was talking about, right? If people are in, if a drunk asshole, which is what I accused Pentland of being yesterday, came up to me and started starting trouble with me, I would do my best to walk away because I know that when people are drunk and acting like assholes, I'm not going to really gain a lot by sticking around no matter what the circumstances are. So my whole life, people have been telling me, hey, be the bigger person, walk away. Walk away. It's not worth the trouble. Just walk away. That's what I was talking about. People are like, damn, it's so racist to say walk away. What are you talking about? It's, uh, it's the number one piece of advice that we give kids. Who, who tells kids, hey, if somebody starts messing with you, definitely fight them. You throw the first punch, fight them, you're good. It's good to go. Are a lot of people telling people that? I haven't really heard that one too much. So that's what I meant by that. I think... It's, uh, it's better than getting hurt, right? Walking away is better than getting hurt. It's better than getting killed. 
It's better than having your life ruined. So I think everyone in that situation could have walked away. If anybody had a problem with anybody, they could have called the police. They could have gone in their houses, whatever. That whole thing there took place on the sidewalk, on the street, on public grounds. That's what I'm saying. Let's see. Justin says, is that like one of uh, uh, one of those red cameras? It is kind of like that. It's a different brand, but in the same category. Let's see. Connor says, spitting is very disrespectful. We all say be a bigger person. I have yet to see someone be the bigger person in these sort of things. I bet it, but I bet it happens every day. Like, when would you see it? When would you see the viral video of the person who chin up, chest out, goes, I'm going to walk away? I don't think that you would see that probably. So that's probably why you haven't seen it. Larry says, I got shoved and pushed in the pit at Ramon's show much harder than that. Yeah, but when you go in the pit, it's a, when you go into a mosh pit, Larry's talking about a mosh pit, it's like an agreed upon thing. Plus, I've seen people get pretty badly hurt in a mosh pit. I've seen people get broken bones in a mosh pit. I've walked out of a mosh pit pretty bloodied up, matter of fact. Connor Clem, good on you. I mean, more for these sort of events, though. Some people have a chip on their shoulder. Tom says, I'm always told to walk away. If you have no choice but to defend yourself or others, sure, take them out. But otherwise, it's not worth it. They could have a knife gun. You never know. These macho people are dumb. So if, you know, there's just there's just so much weird stuff with this story. Um Max is usually the bigger person, dude. Jack, thanks, Justin. Uh, I'm 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 just tall and like large statured, so that has been enough to keep me out of most trouble in my life. As a matter of fact, um, you know, there's a there's a lot here. We're gonna keep following it. I'm not even gonna do what I did yesterday and try to do an analysis of the situation because we all know what the situation is now. I provided you the newest, most current facts that I have. And you guys can uh, do what you want with that. What's up, Angie, in the chat? So let's, uh, let's do this. Like I said, the plan today was to have a guest. I have not heard from that guest. And since that is seeming to be not about to change any second, let's, uh, let's pop over and I'll answer some, I'm happy to answer some questions about this. Totally happy to. But let's do some normal standard scuttlebutt stuff which is uh, I did have some news stories pulled up. So I'm going to go ahead and get set up for some of these uh, more regular scuttlebutt news stories. It's Friday out here in Japan. We're going to cover the show, and we're going to bounce up out of here and enjoy the weekend out here in Okinawa, Japan. So let's head over here. Let's see. I've got – I'm going one camera angle today, guys. Let me know what you think about this. I'm doing one camera angle. Do you guys like this? Or not? Should I, should I switch back to two camera angles? You guys tell me. I'm trying something new. I'm trying to slim down the, the, the effort I have to do to get the show going. So, Sharpwitted says, hey, so black man here again. I've actually had this happen to me in Thousand Oaks, California. I was dating the chief of police granddaughter, and people weren't too fond of that. Damn, sorry to hear that, man. People need to stop race instigating. There was, you know, oh, 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 oh. I totally, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me get the, uh, let me, let me, let me cover that one thing I meant to tell you guys. There was um, somebody dropping some insane comments on my videos yesterday. And then, like, I didn't even, like, when I say insane, I mean, like, gibberish. Like, I didn't even understand what they were saying. And I want to let you guys know something about YouTube comments, because I feel like everyone should know this. Uh, YouTube automatically flags comments and prevents them from ever getting to public view if they have certain words in them, I guess. I don't really know exactly how it works. But certain words certain emojis, maybe, I don't know, flag these comments and automatically send them to a category called held for review. These comments are usually things that include violence, racism, sexual assault, words like, uh, um, words like rape or racist tend to throw comments in there. I probably just flagged this video as far as the algorithm goes by saying that. And so I've never deleted somebody's comment from my YouTube channel ever. It's never happened. But you comments that go to the held for review, I don't approve either. So if it ends up in the held for review, I just let it pend over there and then it eventually disappears after 30 days, 60 days, something like that. So if you guys are leaving comments and you don't see them on my page or any other people's page for that matter, YouTube has a very complicated, very thorough algorithm to pick and 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 uh, censor comments based on a bunch of words that are built into it. So just as a heads up, just so you guys know what the deal is with that. You might be like, man, I've been dropping comments on people's pages, but they never show up. Well, maybe you should <laughs> maybe you should check on what you're saying over there. So let's do this. Let's go over here. Um, 
Danger and Chris Hernandez is here. I live in Japan, Connor. Oh, I think somebody else also, <laughs> what the heck is going on? Somebody else asked how long I was in the Navy for, and I kind of tried to figure out what that question was, who that was directed to. I was in the Navy for about 14 years. So I did about 14 years in the Navy. I got out as a uh, chief select. It's a very rare rank to depart the military as, but that's what I was. Let's see. Sharp Witted says, I do believe that not all competition is racist, but that's why I'm listening to your show because your opinion is not like others that I've seen. Thanks, Sharp Witted. You know what? I, I try to, one of my big motivations for continuing to do this show every day is that I don't see other people saying the things that I'm thinking. So I come out here and I'm just trying to put my thoughts out into the world for what it's worth. If anybody needs to hear this stuff, if you don't, if you hate me, then thumbs down this video and it's all good. No hurt feelings. Uh, VGM says, there was an arcade out there in Okinawa. I can't remember its name. There's arcades all over the place, dude. I do. So I live in Japan. Hiram says, with a $6.13 super chat, I uploaded a video of which I thought I was the bigger person in Stolen Valor because I knew I could get in just as much trouble and I didn't care. Dudes, drop a link. Share it. We'll check it out. Thank you very much for the super chat. That means a lot to me. It's all money raised this month of April is going directly towards me investing in a gaming PC so I can play games like Squad, Hell Let Loose, Arma, and Six Days in Fallujah when it comes out. So if you guys are interested, if we hit 20, 20, 10 twice, elite patrons on Patreon or $500 in donations, I'll be getting myself a PC. And right now we're looking at about $40 and 10 elite patrons. So you guys now know the conditions of that uh of that goal. We're fundraising. So it's in the description below too. And you can buy Scuttlebutt Show merch like this t-shirt right here at scuttlebuttshow.com. And if you are an elite patron on your second month of being a patron, you get a free t-shirt. So there's, so that's a good deal too. Let's see. Yeah, there was so much hate, you know, Adrian, I'll just say th there was so much hate in the comments in both, in all directions, not even both directions. I think that makes it too simple. In so many different directions, there was so much hate being strewn about. It really hurts my heart to see. I'll tell you guys the truth. I see that stuff and I'm like, man, I was in uh, Nikki MGTV's Discord a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, and somebody was posting absolutely insane stuff, man. You guys, it was horrible. It was, and, and if you've been ever in like public chat rooms in the comments section, the comments section of things on the internet has got to be the most toxic environment that exists to man. You should get VA disability if you've ever been in the comment section of a YouTube video because that gives you some PTSD right here. Um, all right, maybe that's enough of that unless you guys got questions. Support you and Chris Chaos. Thank you, Edward. I really appreciate that. Chris Chaos is a great dude and it would be great to get him back on the show. Let's talk about aliens. Let's go. Let's talk about aliens. As we know this year, and let me know what you guys think about the new camera angles too. As we know this year, the military basically in 2020 said, yeah, aliens are real, deal with it. And everyone was like, we, can't, we don't have time to deal with it, COVID. But another. Another one. Another. Another one. Footage of UFOs confirmed by the government, confirmed by the Navy. Pentagon confirms footage of pyramid UFOs taken by U.S. Navy personnel. The Pentagon, have you guys heard about this? The Pentagon has confirmed the legitimacy of footage showing what appears to be a flashing pyramid-shaped UFO taken by U.S. Navy personnel on a destroyer off the coast of California. According to the Daily Telegraph, the video was taken from the USS Russell in July of 2019. Let's check out the footage really quick. If it loads... So we've got this video here. What in the world? These, these pyramid-shaped, unidentified flying objects, flying in formation. The weird thing is the broadside looks like it's going forward. So the weird thing in that video is the broadside is flying forward, which is odd. That's not how aerodynamics works. According to the UK's Daily Telegraph, the video was taken from the USS Russell in July 2019. The vision shot with the night vision camera shows three pyramid-shaped objects flashing in the night sky as they move. I can confirm the reference photos and videos were taken by Navy personnel, a Pentagon spokesperson told the Telegraph, and these in incidents in their ongoing examinations. So they are part of the UFO military. But I I'll tell you guys something really quick. In my opinion, IMO, IMO. 
UFOs wouldn't have position lights or anti-collision lights, okay? Those are the lights that you see on aircraft or in helicopters. They're usually blinking red and green and white or night vision. And, or, and when I say night vision, I would mean like IR, IR lights. UFOs wouldn't have position lights. So uh, I don't really see how that could be aliens, but hey, it is unidentified flying objects. The thing in that, that it was so strange is that they were flying broadside forward. And I'm not really familiar with any aircraft that does that. So I'm curious to see what, uh, what comes out of that. Broadside forward. I'd like to know, I'd like to know kind of the, uh, the deal with that. I'm very curious. So uh, let me know what you guys think. Aliens or UFOs? Let's see. Larry says, uh, where am I? I lost, there's so many comments. Apparently it doesn't cause, there is about three people in your chat has been bullying me and really bad. Chris and Danger is one of them. The bullying he did to Dying DWK live stream was bad. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Angie. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't know who it is that's doing it. Some dude went in Nikki's Discord and started spamming the N-word. Yep, that's what I'm talking about, Scad. It was horrible. Horrible stuff on the internet. Basically, like, white supremacist propaganda like you've never seen before in your life. Horrible stuff. And people just spam the internet with that stuff, and it's brutal. Um, Chris says... Uh, well, what all I said, LA is trash. Oh, I'm, I guess you guys are talking about uh, side sidebar there. Yeah, but UFO doesn't mean aliens or extraterrestrials. You're totally right, Justin. UFO means unidentified flying object, and uh, it is a just a plane that you don't know what it is. It doesn't mean aliens. Why is video quality so poor for recording these UFO videos? That's a good question too. That's how you know a lot of them are fake. But what I will say is, if you've ever looked through night vision goggles, life quality becomes poor. Like, if you ever have looked through NVGs, quality of the whole world becomes pretty uh, low resolution. Max says, damn, the info coming out against the guy is mounting. I hope this helps the Army soldier. I even remember in a video, the Army soldier asked the guy if he needed help. I don't remember that in a video. Um, we'll have to go back and check. I don't remember hearing that in a video. Supposedly, they were planning on releasing a UFO report gathered over the years. Denver, what's up, dude? Welcome back to the chat. Denver uh, sa says... The UFO report that's coming out this spring, which was the six-month limit that they had to release the UFO consolidated report on all UFO sightings and investigations that the military has, is supposed to be coming out. And I have heard somebody, I don't remember who said this, but I read some quote on some news article that said, we are not prepared for the results. People are going to freak out when they see the results, is what they said. Let's see. It's the Chinese. It could be, do I believe in aliens, Connor says. Yeah, for sure. I definitely believe in aliens. Um but I don't know if I believe that aliens visited Earth. Let's see. Only UFOs that are FAA compliant use marker lights. Sir Nugget says, if a foreign alien uh, special is trying to observe, oh, spaceship, whatever that word you try to say is, trying to observe humans from afar, you would have lights blinking. Hey, we are here. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, let's see. Jimmer says, it's a shape in which you flip it over. Actually, it's narrow side forward. <laughs> uh, Chinooks have the ability to do so. Well, that's different. Helos can fly broadside. VGM says, anyone can act tough when you're anonymous online. Totally. Angie says, there's no bullying in the Scuttlebutt show. That's why I followed his page. I feel safe in this live chat. I'm glad to hear that, Angie. No bullying here. I don't like that. Bro, I've got over 1,000 hours NVG, and I still see green at night. <laughs> Aliens for sure. Sea Wild Earth says, welcome to the chat. I do believe in aliens, but I don't, I don't know if I believe aliens visited Earth. Maybe. Who knows? We've got... Uh, things are picking up in Iraq. Drone targets U.S. troops near airport in Iraq. No casualties. Erbil International Airport. I've been to Erbil International Airport. I've been there. They have a great ATM. Erbil International Airport is a great place to stop and get money on your way to somewhere else in Erbil. But recently... It's been a little bit less safe up there in Erbil. It's been quite a bit less safe, if you will. Because we've been covering rocket attacks. And a lot of the stuff that's going on in Erbil right now is making me question, why were we so comfortable up there? Why were we so comfortable with our freedom of movement in northern Iraq when I was there in 2015? A drone attack targeted U.S.-led coalition forces near northern Iraqi airport Wednesday, the Kurdish region's interior ministry and coalition officials said. The ministry said the attack targeted coalition forces based near Erbil International Airport and caused a fire that damaged the building. It said there was no casualties. By the way, you guys, Erbil 
is like a modern metropolitan city. There are um, giant skyscrapers. There are highways and bridges and stores and restaurants and all that. So in case you're wondering what Erbil, Iraq, and there's nice grassy plains and rolling hills, and it's actually kind of beautiful up there. Witnesses in Erbil reported hearing sirens and hearing a loud bang. A coalition spokesman, Colonel Wayne Murado, said the drone landed on a storage hangar at Erbil Air Base and confirmed there were no injuries. A fire had been extinguished and the damages are still being assessed. Weird. The incident was the latest in a string of attacks that have targeted mostly American installations in Iraq in recent weeks. Last week, two rockets landed near an Iraqi air base just north of Baghdad where American trainers were present and there, present, and there were no casualties. And then earlier, uh, in last month, I think, there was a contractor killed here. Oh, yeah, it says here. A month earlier, a base in western Iraq housing U.S.-led coalition troops and contractors was hit by 10 rockets and one contractor was killed. So... Things are still happening in Iraq, but they haven't said who's taking taking the credit for that attack. One thing I will say, they also didn't say what kind of drone. So that means we could talk about a lot of different things when we say drone attack. It could be a DJI popular off-the-shelf drone that they strapped explosives to and went and flew it into a building, which is very common. It could be something like a drone that has built-in weapons and targeting. If it was a national asset by, let's say, Iran or something, I'm totally making this speculation right now. But they, they're not clear about what kind of drone it was or what group claimed responsibility for it. So we'll follow up if we hear any more about that. But as of right now, I don't really know what kind of drone, what the weapons were that were on it, how it was able to cause damage, because it would have to be pretty big to fly into a building and damage the building and start a fire. Because these little, most drones that you can buy off the shelf wouldn't have that ability unless it was some kind of one in a million shot, because... They're just battery powered for one. So the battery would have to go into thermal runaway and burst into flames. And then it would have to go cause enough damage to like get into a building, penetrate a building. I just don't see it happening. So we got a, let's see. I love this live chat. Angie says, thank you. Edward says, what's your favorite game? Dude, my favorite game. I haven't gamed for a long time, but I'm trying to get into it with you guys because I can tell it's going to be a great way for me to engage with this great group of people we have here. So um, my favorite game ever was Halo. Like I played OG Halo Combat Evolved competitively. I was a competitive Halo player and I loved it, man. I loved it, you guys. I would travel to tournaments all throughout the Northeast, the tri-state area, big time Halo player. Um, all right, we got one more story. We got one more story. I'm happy, happy to answer any questions. It's the last show of the week. I'm starting to give up hope on our guest here. I haven't heard anything. I feel like I got stood up, but it's all good. It's all good. We got, to t- we got to have a conversation. We got to keep the conversation going. You guys are great. I love being in the chat with you guys. It's totally awesome. I appreciate you guys being open-minded, ready to come in here and have a real discussion. It means a lot to me. So, and I'm, happy, I'm proud of all you guys. Super proud of all you guys. So, one more story, and we're going to roll. We're going to roll into the weekend on this one. A positive or something, maybe, story about the first female in Airman Combat Controller Training. In Special Warfare Milestone, female enlisted airmen to enter Combat Controller Training. If you guys don't know what a Combat Controller is or a CCT, that is the Air Force's, one of the Air Force's branches of special operations. These guys, and maybe gals, are basically the most elite badass JTACs. What they do is they direct aircraft to drop bombs on enemies of SEALs, Green Berets, Marines. What's really cool about the job of a CCT, a combat controller, is they will deploy one at a time. One combat controller will go deploy to a ODA team of Green Berets or a SEAL team And they'll just be out there with them. They'll just show up. Hey, what's up, guys? Nice to meet you. I'm your CCT. Then they'll crush it. Just like absolutely behave out there like rock stars. Totally some of the greatest heroes of the battles in Iraq and Afghanistan that exist. John Chapman was a CCT, Medal of Honor, uh, who's been awarded the Medal of Honor. And somebody called me out on the show because I say won the medal of honor and they're like, you don't win the medal of honor. I know I misspeak on that a lot. That's my fault. And so he was awarded the medal of honor. Um, they are absolute badasses 
And it looks like now a female is going to go give it a shot. So the first female enlisted airman soon will enter to train to become a combat controller, a milestone for the Air Force's efforts to add women to its elite special warfare ranks. In an email Thursday, Air Education and Training Command spokeswoman Marilyn Holiday said that the unidentified airman is one of two enlisted women now in the special warfare training pipeline. A lot of times, these first women go into special forces training are officers, but here we have two enlisted because CCTs are mostly enlisted. This airman recently completed the assessment and selection course, Holiday said, and will soon begin formal combat controller training. Oh, interesting. Completed assessment and selection. So there's this funny thing about CCTs where they are all air traffic controllers too, so they have to go to air traffic controller school. And I've heard many CCTs describe the, the real selection is air traffic controller school, known as being much more difficult than assessment and selection. But CCT assessment and selection is really hard. It's basically like the Green Berets do it, where you go through assessment and selection. It's something like a month long or maybe eight weeks of just a beatdown, right? So you have to survive this selection period. Then you go through training and you have to finish all the training like JTAC, uh, air traffic controller, combative, CQC, all that stuff. And if you, if you are able to finish and do all that, you can become a combat controller. But it's so funny because everything that these folks do in the Air Force, which I cannot tell you guys, the, I cannot speak highly enough of the CCTs that I've worked with. They are incredible professionals, lifesavers, war fighters, all around. They're carrying a bunch of radios, all kinds of high-tech gear that they have to operate. They're up all, they're responsible 24 hours a day for all air coming in and around the base. They're managing complex stacks of aircraft, 50 aircraft in the, in the stack. They have an extraordinarily difficult job and there's nobody to back them up. They go on every mission. They're heroes. CCTs are, are the real deal, verified badasses. Uh, and I'm putting the stamp on that. Like they are rock stars. So, uh, and, and anyway, I said all that just to say it's so funny to hear them go, yeah, the air traffic control school was brutal. <laughs> it's always so good. So Air Force Times was the first to report that the female airman will enter combat controller training. This is the furthest an enlisted woman has ever made it in the process to become a combat controller. She explained that this airman, like all those seeking to enter a special warfare career field, will face the same standards used to evaluate male candidates. Last summer, a female enlisted trainee began the Tactical Air Control Party Apprentice Course AETC said in December at that time, and she was still in the program. However, AETC said Thursday that the trainee has since left the program and reclassified into another Air Force specialty, so she, in other words, didn't make it. The first female airman to enter the combat controller pipeline did so in October 2019, though she ultimately did not make it. Combat controllers are highly trained airmen who often deploy with units into combat. They call on airstrikes, conduct air traffic control, command and control, and other operations under fire, as well as establish assault zones or airfields. They are also certified FAA air traffic controllers. So, it sounds like two female enlisted Air Force members have made it to the next level of that training. Bravo Zulu to them. We will follow this story. And if we get any updates on that, that they have completed the training, then that would be pretty awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Good for them. Let me catch up with some comments here. We got, let's see. Thankfully, they have really poor aim with those rockets. Totally. Um, but hey, you don't have to have great aim with a rocket. You just got to get one lucky shot. How weird... I feel like Iraq is portrayed as just like a bomb place that's totally destroyed, or is that Syria? How do you feel about feminism? Those are two very different questions. Let me uh, say Iraq's a very diverse country. So you see, and Syria too, you know, not every place in Syria is destroyed. You know, you just see that stuff on TV. Feminism. Um, I obviously, on this channel, advocate strongly for females. Um, I believe in equality under the law, equality of opportunity, and if that's the fight for feminism, then I'm on board with it. I don't necessarily agree with everything I've ever heard stamped with the tag feminism at the end of it, but I feel like we can, that's a whole other conversation we should have another time. But I big time, hardcore advocate for females on this show. Connor says, or Scad says, CCTs are no joke. Absolutely, they are no joke. Connor says, are you from Japan? I'm from New York. I lived in San Diego for like 16 years and I've been in Japan for like 18 months. So that's my, and I'm living in Okinawa. Forward, Larry, they're not forward observers. 
they are they are JTACs. Denver says, well, isn't there a female Green Beret out there? I believe she graduated sometime around last spring. Denver, go to my YouTube channel at the end of the stream and look up first female Green Beret and uh, see what's been going on with her. Havoc says, one man, Havoc team, CCTs, Danger Zone. So she hasn't passed yet. Well, Danger Zone, it sounds like she's passed selection and now is going into the academic slash specialty training, which she's on her way. It's like kind of getting into the Q course for Green Berets. Justin says, you got to request special permission to penetrate their restricted areas. My favorite radio comms to just laugh at. <laughs> VGM says, I've seen some females that are far more badass than the males that have been doing it for a while. Totally. Sir Nugget says, John Chapman was a CCT. He indeed was. CCTs need more cred. New Yorker, what's up? Yeah, Nuggets, I'm from uh, Poughkeepsie. I'm from Poughkeepsie, New York. So, hey guys, what a great stream this was. Uh, we didn't have our guest, but that's okay. I'm not... I'm not mad. I get it. I get it. It's tough, tough stuff. It would be a big, it's like, takes a lot to go on, you know, a live broadcast like this. I don't have any bad, any, no hard feelings about it. Um, Chris says, it's my dream to move to New York City. Edward says, females are the best than us males, to be honest. Hey, I'll tell you what. I meant to tell you guys this another on another occasion, but let me tell you guys something really quick. Um, anecdotally, okay? This isn't a study. This isn't research. But when I was working as an instructor in the Navy for Naval Special Warfare, teaching a class, I never had to fail a female. But I failed probably a dozen dudes. The same curriculum, the same course. It was academic, okay? It was less physical, more academic. But I've, I, we, never failed, we never failed a female. We only ever dropped dudes. Just do what you want with that information. I'm just telling you, fact of the matterly, that's how it was. So, let's see. I feel like you get your viewers the right and, and horrible and don't have to talk about others and bring people down to get views like other military YouTubers. You truly deserve everything in life, 100. Thank you, Angie. Edward says, what do you like about Okinawa, Japan? Oh, man. I like a lot. It's a beautiful island. It's surrounded by the ocean. I live steps away from the ocean. Go scuba diving. Great food. The people out here are so great. People are so nice, friendly. I, it's easy to get along with everybody. They go out of their way to be kind to Americans. Um, it's uh, good to go. It's good to go. Larry D says, I worked in the city for seven years. New Yorkers are from the five boroughs. You're from upstate. Larry, killing me, man. Larry, you're killing me. You know, it's true, though. You're either from the five boroughs or upstate, but like Poughkeepsie is only about an hour north of the city. It's pretty close. Look it up on a map. It's right there. It's a short train ride from the city. Uh, it's just, it's so funny how that works. Um, Kadan says, I've recently, I've seen recently in your video descriptions that you're trying to raise up money for a gaming computer. Are you planning on building or buying? Building. Or well, having one built. Having one built. Um, I really, I feel like you need to start a motivational channel as well. Sharp-witted. What would I, how would I, uh, how would I motivate differently on another channel? What do you want to see? Do you want to see like, clips of me motivating you. If I motivate you, I think that's great. If I, if I say things on this show and you guys walk away feeling better, feeling more motivated, then that's my goal. That's the dream. So let me know how I can do it. How can I do it? How can I do better? Let's see. Nugget says also from upstate. Nice. Uh, Codon, if you want to message me or email me at the scuttlebutt show at gmail.com if, or anybody out there with recommendations of what I should do to build a gaming PC. What I need. What do I need? What gear do I need? Tell me. Because I'm looking right now. I do know for a fact it is really hard to get a good graphics card right now. I don't know. They're like totally sold out around the world. There's a shortage. So let me know. What do I need? What do I need to get out there and crush games with you guys online? So Denver says book suggestions. Okay, that, let's make that the last thing that we do. Can I speak Japanese? I'm, I, I know a few keywords, but I, I can't speak Japanese. Let's see. I build a new PC every five years or so. Regal, what's up, dude? I'm glad you're here. Um, if you want to shoot me an email or, or text me, I would, I'm having a hard time with the texting, as I know we talked about. Something weird's going on with phones out here in Japan. But if you, if you want to shoot me a text and talk about building a computer, I'm trying to get a PC gaming computer. Let me show you guys something really quick. This is An Officer and a Man by Jacob Donenworth. We just had him on the show. There's an interview with him on the podcast. 
Guys, remember, all these episodes are available as podcasts too. So as soon as the live shows are done, I in the next few hours, I edit the videos and upload them to podcasts. You can go back and listen to them all. Plus, there's like 60 episodes that were never on YouTube that are only on podcasts from back in the day. So I highly recommend An Officer and a Man. We just did the review on the YouTube channel. And right now, I'm starting Rising Above by Sean Buck Rogers. And I'm going to let you guys know in, about this one as soon as I'm done reading it. And we're going to try to get him on the show to talk about it. And I'm currently doing the audiobook 2034, an imagining of what World War III would look like if it kicked off. And it's a pretty good book. I actually, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys I recommend it. Um, it's kind of cool. So let's see. We got uh, Larry D says, most from upstate don't want to be associated with New Yorkers. Islanders hate the city as well. Well, I feel like there's almost a guilt like, if you look at me and say I'm a New Yorker, I almost have to be like, no, no, well, I'm from upstate. You know what I mean? I got to clear it up. Max, when you were done building a computer, set up a gaming channel. It's going to be right here. It's going to be scuttlebutt. So stand, stand, stand by. It's coming. Um, use SSD in the PC build. Definitely going to do that. I do know about computers. I do a lot of work on the computer here, um, but I don't know a lot about gaming. So on a computer, I used to be a console gamer. Angie says, how do you feel about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion doing stuff on live TV and the Grammys? I'm not going to comment on that. On this, It's a little off topic for me. Corporal Matt says, at this point, you're probably better off buying a pre-built. An RTX 3080 graphics card right now goes for the price of a pre-built with a decent card. Okay. Cool. Thank you for the tip. I appreciate it. Yeah, I heard uh, graphics cards were jacking up the prices, being extremely expensive, stuff like that. Our military really enjoy Okinawan than the U.S. Uh... I'm not sure what you mean. It's all, things are good out here in Okinawa. Things, it's just, let me just say it's a good life out here in Okinawa. Hey guys, really quick before I go, I want to remind you, uh, Patreon is a great way to support the channel. If you become an elite patron for $10 a month on your second month, I'm going to send you a free Scuttlebutt Show t-shirt and basically the first two months pay for themselves. If you want to support the channel in another way, invite people to the chat. Invite people to come watch the show, share the videos. We're growing over here. Another way to support the channel is uh, buying merch at scuttlebuttshow.com. We've got great merch, including the t-shirt that I'm wearing here. And just showing up every day, liking the videos, commenting. It means the world to me. You guys are great. I love doing this show. I love having these big chats going on. It totally is awesome. So with that being said, it's Friday out here in Okinawa, Japan. The weekend's going to come up here in a second. Going to go spend some time with the family. Hopefully the weather will be nice. I uh, look forward to talking to you guys. Very soon, Sunday night, 1800 Pacific Standard Time, we'll be back with a brand new live. Maybe we'll have some updates on the, on the Jonathan Penland story. With all that being said, I look forward to talking to you guys really soon. I am out for now.